You're listening to the team Top Figure Podcast. Your one-stop shop for entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and motivation. What's going on, everybody? Did you know you're an average of the five closest people to you? Yes, you're an average of those five. So one of the hardest things is to find like-minded individuals to be around you. Well, guess what? We've changed that right now. Introducing the daily meetup where we meet every single day, Monday to Friday, for an hour for accountability, talking about goals. It's a book club. We're literally going to be meeting every single day for an hour talking about your goals and how to get your life to the next level this year. The only way you can do that is to be around the right people. People. That's why this is an accountability circle. You're going to wake up on time. You're going to be around the right people. You're going to be sharing your goals and you're going to get held accountable. That's the most important thing. For just a dollar, you could try it for seven days. If you don't like it, you leave. If you like it, you stay. What are you guys waiting for? So go to thedailymeetup.com. This is a no-brainer. This is literally going to change the game. And this is the only step you need to go to the next level. Literally right now. So what are you waiting for? I'll see you on the other side. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another podcast of the Top Figure Podcast. Uh, Before we start, right, I want you guys to take a screenshot of this, share it on your social media, tag us at Team Top Figure, and I will repost you guys. But before we get into it, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, topfigureacademy.com go to topfigureacademy this is the number one academy for building your brand online we show you guys the exact blueprint of how to scale a store from zero to as 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 much as you want so go ahead and check out topfigureacademy.com and build your online brand but with that being said i want to welcome our guest today mr akiv akaway in the building welcome 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 so yeah we're gonna get right into it um akim if you want to give yourself a quick intro for those of you guys that don't know that, that don't know you and that never heard of you you know you're you're pretty popular here in the city of minneapolis you know yeah, so all around quick too. intro okay <laughs> akim akway um i'm a master barber timberwolves barber vikings barber um uh business owner uh, we got two locations, one uh, in Moundsville, and then we just opened our second location in Uptown Minnesota. Congrats um, on that, by the way. Congratulations on that. That's, that's what's up. It's, o- it's always seen it good seeing another fellow brother just winning, man. That's just something that we want to just keep commending people to just, you know, celebrate each other's successes, you know what I mean? Like, because ultimately, you know, all our communities, you know, we want to keep sharing the growth and the success of our people you know so that's great to see that man yeah i appreciate that yeah so let's let's get right into it so pretty much like so what's what's your backstory right you you know uh you weren't born in america you know so like your backstory like your deep deep backstory today they're gonna know everything <laughs> they don't know everything <laughs> yeah yo, yo, yo. um so so i was born in uh in gambella ethiopia mm-hmm. um it's right there next to sudan South Sudan. Um, uh, we came to America in the year 2000. I was probably like nine years old. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come when you come from Africa, that's like that, like the trenches, trenches. The trenches, yep. So yep. We came here. Uh, my brother was already here. He came in '98. So then he did the paperwork and brought the rest of the family here mm-hmm. in 2000. And we came here and we went straight to North Minneapolis. That's the trenches, trenches here. So you yeah. Know, yeah. Yep. One trench to another trench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yep. but it's different. Like yep. here, like public housing, like 
you still get water, you know, mm-hmm. you got electricity, so it's different. Yeah, no, um, um, yeah, so then uh, we lived over there, over north for like maybe three to four years, and then I moved to Fridley, Minnesota, which was kind of like the suburbs, and uh, went to Fridley Middle mm-hmm. School, high school, and all that, mm-hmm. but... And then after that, I went straight to barber school out of high school, and that's where I began my career. Wow, that's 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 super. That's a that's a very impressive background, especially like you know, a lot of um, immigrants don't get enough credit because the transition from like coming to Africa and coming to a country <laughs> where you don't speak like yeah, any English, you yeah. know, you don't know anybody. Like it's like starting from ground zero, exactly. you know, and especially like at the young at the younger age it was probably harder like uh, even us you know understand learning a new language you know like meeting new people and it it was it's like different people you know so how was that man that was hard so when i was when i first came obviously i didn't know the language so i was like really shy in school but um yo funny story so (laughs) when uh when we i was going to school over north uh one time, uh, I used to get in fight. You know how you get roasted for being <laughs> yeah. dark skin and shit yeah. like that. So uh, I was getting roasted. Uh, you know, kids calling you African booty scratcher, <laughs> yeah. uh, super black. You know, shit like that. And then, uh, so you can't keep fighting everybody for calling you black or mm-hmm. shit like that. You know, right, you just get too much. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think one time, like. Uh, I came to a realization, like, <laughs> yo, they actually telling the truth. I am black. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep fighting everybody. <laughs> so that that was like a wake up call. Like, yo, you gonna you gonna get clowned for something. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So why not just like start embracing embracing uh, your skin tone and shit like that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Know? That's super important, especially like what's been going on in you know Minneapolis. We're on the front of the scene for. You know what happened racial, with yeah, racial yeah. injustice and everything that's been happening. So, exactly. you know that that's very important that you're embracing like your culture. You know, yeah. a lot of people are shy of like where they're from and their yeah. background, and that's something I really never got. You <laughs> yeah. know, mm-hmm. like, you got to embrace who you are. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's super important. So, go ahead, going into like straight from high school to barbering school. That's like a that's mm-hmm. not something a lot of people just do. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. not something too common and. You know, and we could all go ahead and say this. You were one of the first people to kind of make barbering cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, to, yeah. to make it like the cool thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm be honest. So yeah. it was like, how was how was it that you went straight from high school into barbering school rather than going to normal college or you know taking yeah. a normal route? Yeah. So when I was cutting, I so I was cutting my basketball teammates. I was on the varsity team uh, at Fridley High School. So what we would do, I would cut uh, the guys here after practice and. You know, one day uh, Star Tribune came and did a story on on our basketball team because we started off to a good record, mm-hmm. and um, the the reason why we were doing so well was I was like the chemistry, the glue of the team, because um, we would most guys would just go to practice and go get in trouble after school, but mm-hmm. instead I was like in the locker room cutting their hair, we're staying out of trouble and stuff like that. So Star Tribune came and did a story on the team and. You know, the uh, when the story came out, uh, I got a lot of uh, positive reviews. Like, yo, that kid is actually really good at cutting hair. Maybe he should pursue barbering after high school. Mm-hmm. And reading that, like, I, I knew I was good, but when other people start telling you how good you are, yeah. then it's like, maybe you should, you should really do it, you know? So I just took what people was telling me, like, yo, you should actually pursue barbering. And then so I always kind of say, like, barbering chose me. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't really, like... Choose it. Yeah, so... 
then I went to uh, straight to um, barber school after that, after people were telling me to do it. Especially because, like, like you said, barbering wasn't cool. Like, when I went to barber school, I was 18. Mm-hmm. It was mainly, barbering is kind of looked at, like, a second, uh, like a backup. Yeah. You know, like, because when I was in barber school, it was uh, a lot of, like, ex-felons, you know, guys mm-hmm. straight from prison, you know. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get back on their feet, you know. Yeah. They're trying to get their life back together, so... When I was there, I was like, me and one of my friends named Thack, we were the youngest barbers there. We was 18, so um, older cats, they they would just try to give us game and stuff like that. Like, man, if I could do it all over again, I would have went straight to barbering at 18 and not wait till I'm like 30. or you know. So a lot of guys, they, they looked at us like, damn, they're making a smart decision by jumping on jumping it on. early. And, you know, eventually that's what I kind of want to do, like, like you said, we we made it cool to become a barber, and that's I, I want that to be my plan one day to where I could go to high school like job fairs and mm-hmm. shit like that, and you know tell cool. kids like yeah, cause nobody came to my high school and told me you could be a barber. You but know? you see the army people in the <laughs> yeah. military every yeah. day. So if you see college like um U U of M, they'll send people over mm-hmm. there, and Concordia, all these colleges, they'll send people to high school. But I never seen a barber come to a high school and say, "Hey, <laughs> come to barber come school." Come to barber so, school. So that's, <laughs> so that's why uh, that's gonna be my next goal. Eh? That, and that's pretty big, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Especially representation is key, especially mm-hmm. like in you know school. People don't normally see people, you know, of our not only skin tone, just yeah. be able to like, all right, I can relate to this person. Mm-hmm. I can relate to this person, and I seen the success he's been able to achieve, yeah. and I can see that for myself. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's huge, because a lot of people tend to just go into something because they're like, all right, it makes money. Okay, that's yeah, yeah, what, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, to see somebody doing it at, like, a, you know, pretty big level, that's yeah. that's dope. And, you know, young people are, you know, giving them more avenues is mm-hmm. so real now, so more real. than ever, you know? Huge. Yeah. It's game changing because like when we were starting entrepreneurship, that was not the cool thing, you know, and now everybody is like they're just I always tell everybody, like, follow your passion, you know, follow like what you're good at, follow like what you're because you have to like something to a certain level or else you're not going to do it for free. And at the beginning, you have to give time because you're not going to get a lot of money at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So like with going going into like barbering that you were talking about, like. The newcomers don't like get as booked right away. They're yeah, not yeah. like as popular right yeah, away, yeah, you yeah. know. So, what are some advice for like people who are, you know, get, trying to get into barbering or like are just pursuing it? And it's just the beginning is tough, you know. Yeah. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like getting their name up. Yeah, like you just said, it got to be something you like at first too. Because when I was starting out, like you could do like I was cutting my homeboys for like five dollars. Are mm-hmm. you willing to do that? You mm-hmm. know. And so. If, because most guys they'll come in the game just looking at the dollar amount they could get out of it. Mm-hmm. And with barbering, is one thing I respect about barbering is you get what you put in. If Ooh. you're not at the shop, you're not gonna make money. 100%. So a lot of guys they'll they'll maybe just just because it's cool right now to mm-hmm. be a barber, they'll just want to become barbering. But if it's not and like you're not making money, if if it's slow, they start to leave the shop. You know, mm-hmm. you're not putting in the real groundwork. You're not gonna get booked out. So, wow. so it's like one thing about barbering, you can't cheat it. You, you know, can't cheat the hustle. So, so when they see me booked out like three <laughs> weeks, or a month booked out, it just didn't come overnight. You know, like Ooh. it's like all the groundwork I've put in, uh, working at Damien Sports Barbershop and all these other shops is. 
is now paying off. Like I could, like I just looked up on my Instagram page the other day. Like I haven't posted a haircut picture in a, a in like a couple months. It, I just post my lifestyle, but. I noticed that because, like, when I started out, I used to post haircut pictures all the time. Mm-hmm. But I made it to where I'm at a point where I don't even got to really And you're still booked. Yeah, because yeah. I'm still booked out. Yeah, because it's credibility. Yes. And, like, people, because the thing about barbering is, like, once you cut my hair nice, yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep coming yeah, back. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going word anywhere. Of mouth, you you know? know, word of mouth. But you know? what I would, uh, advice I would give to young guys is, you could post all you want, but if you're not in that barbershop, it's, it's not going to add up, you know? Mm. So I'd say spend a lot of time in the barbershop. Um, and nowadays it's easy. Like, you could learn from watching YouTube, you know? It's it's just way easier than when I was coming up, you know? So mm-hmm. I would say just be in the barbershop, be there early, take every walk-in that comes in, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just promote crazy on social media, hashtag, you know? So that's uh that's the fastest way I could say, but really there's no shortcuts in barbering. You just yeah. gotta work on your craft and like I was talking to my friend uh, Henry uh, on Twitter yesterday, and he he still does like designs for free just because mm-hmm. he lo- he got the passion for it, you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of guys aren't willing to go in on their off day and do a design and promote that design for free, you know. Yeah. But if you're willing to just even like do do a free cut. For somebody and like promote it like that shows that you're like you're, you're truly serious passionate. yeah you're mm-hmm. truly passionate about it you know mm-hmm. so if you're not willing to do that then i don't know if this is uh the right career for you mm-hmm. wow that's super <laughs> important yeah. and that goes into like our next thing right now so the price of haircuts has like tripled over like the last two years like it's it's at like an all-time high right now yeah and, you know, I think you have a big part to play in that. You know, you play oh, a big yeah. part in why a lot of the barbers are, like, upcharging now. And it's, like, it's not, like, it's not a $10 haircut anymore. It's not mm-hmm. a $15 haircut anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make, uh, I, told, I told my girl, I'm going to make shirts that says hair, haircuts aren't $20 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can really, yeah, like, you're, you champion that in the state of Minnesota. And, like, all around, like, just because you... You changed it from just it's a haircut to it's a service that, you know, it's value, you know, like mm-hmm. your value and your brand speaks for itself now. Yeah. You know, it's not like, just the haircut. No. Yeah. Like I was like my girl was telling me like men like we we only got to worry about like haircut like once or twice a month, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Yo, with women, they, they got to do eyelash, eyelash, eyelash. Getting nails, it's so nails, much hair, hair, and they spend over like three to five hundred a month, a minimum. Month. But but men, we over here, y'all complaining about <laughs> <laughs> y'all, like, y'all complain about forty dollars, sixty dollars haircut. Like we gotta, we gotta change. That. We gotta so change like, that. It just comes down to, do you care about your appearance? You know, hundred percent. So a lot, a lot of guys, I think they're starting to like sixty is not a lot. If if it's if you care about how you look, you know, because mm-hmm. you want you want quality at the end of the day. Exactly. Now, where some barbers get it mixed up is like, don't think you could just charge that, and you're not booked out. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm able to do that because I see like the demand, the demand, for, supply know? and demand. Yeah. So 
a lot of guys they if if you only uh book like for the day you shouldn't be trying to charge fifty dollars because they could just go to another, another person, one you know literally so it's just the supply and demand yeah no, and, and that's the fundamentals in business like a lot mm -hmm. of people don't understand like you then went through not just you're not just a barber you're also yeah. a businessman business yeah. you know that's what we're gonna get into next you yeah. know so i want to get into like more of the business side now not just mm -hmm. barbering right because you do own your own, multiple shops now you know you've been doing this for a long time so the beginning of your first shop you opened, right? What was, because this show, we're big on marketing. So what was your marketing strategy behind, you know, trying to get that place booked out, trying to get a lot of people in there? Because you want to just move to another location if that yeah. was not doing well, you yeah, know? Yeah, so what yeah. was, like, the marketing strategy that people could take and apply to their different businesses or whatever they have? Because marketing is the heartbeat to every business. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't understand. If you don't market, you don't get customers. You don't get money, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So... When I first opened, like 2015, a lot of barbershop owners they're stuck in their the old school way, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm the I was 24 years old, so I was I was young. young. You know? <laughs> Social media was our thing, so I came in the game. Instagram was just taking off, mm -hmm. you know. Facebook is at the heights. So yeah. Like, so I'm like, uh, I got a camera, and it's like. Cause I used to do uh, films and stuff like mm -hmm. that, so I was already good with like visuals. So I'm like. I when I take this picture, I think I've seen some of your uh one of your podcasts when you was talking about presentation is everything. You yep. Know? Mm -hmm. So that and that's like the motto I go by. You mm -hmm. know? If I if I take this picture of this uh client and it's out there, like it gotta be presented like the right way. The right way. Know? So like I'll see barbers taking a picture of the cut and the, the cape still got hair on. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the, the client got hair, hair on, on their, their face. face. Like, mm -hmm. yo, brush that person off. Like, make it neat. Mm -hmm. Have the right lighting, the right angle. Mm. And you know, once once it's on social media, it's gonna be floating everywhere. You know, it's gonna mm -hmm. get reposted and all that. So a lot of old school uh, barbershop owners didn't know that part of the game. They were stuck in the. Uh, here's my business card. Like, yeah, like, bro, I don't even got a business card anymore. Everything is digital. Online, awesome. You know, uh -huh. so like. Uh, that's the, I, I think that's one thing I really paid attention to is like social media, pictures, uh, videos, and uh, that kind of took my shop uh, to a different direction. That's how we kind of like blew up fast. And on top of that, I try to target uh, the younger, the young popular high school kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they control the, they control mm -hmm. like everything. The yeah, youth control everything. The youth control, yeah. You know, know, like, like um, the other day, my guy was at the barbershop. He said, why do we say uh, we don't like this new rap music or whatever, or they suck? But it, he he was like, maybe it's just not for our ears anymore. It's a whole nother. Yeah. Uh, like, a, lo a lot of young kids listen to NBA Youngboy. Mm -hmm. That don't mean, it's, like, just because I don't like it, that don't mean it's bad music. Yeah. <laughs> not music that's for perspective. me, Perspective. You know? It's different perspectives. Yeah, different perspectives. So that's, that's how it kind of was with Barber, you know? So it's like, I try to... Uh, uh, attack the youth because they control whatever is hot, you know. Mm. And be a young boy is hot. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to it, but them young kids do, you know. And there's mm. way more of them than me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, true. so what I did with barbering was I would cut like popular guys in high school, like Gary Trent Jr., mm -hmm. uh, Trey Jones, you know, yep. Ty Jones, and all those guys. And you know, they'll put me on their social media, and before you know it, another. Being the popular kid in high school, like every, all the Everybody. other kids want to be like you, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
if they see Trey Jones got cut by Akeem Akway, now like, the other guy, guy, you know, Dre gets cut by Akeem Akway. Now everybody It's just a spiral effect now. <laughs> everybody yeah. getting cut by yeah, Akeem. So mm-hmm. I would say if you try to get the youth, because they're the one that control the market, mm-hmm. you know, and oh. uh, they control the wave, whatever is hot, you know, they're in charge of that. So that's a, a couple of the things that I did with my barbershop. We, we focus on high schoolers mm-hmm. and social media platforms. Okay, super important. That's so. that's a key right there. You might yeah. want to listen to it if you're listening. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Marketing is everything. It's mm-hmm. the heartbeat to your business, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that that's what's <laughs> up, man. Yeah. No, and going on to, like, the next thing. So now you just mentioned you're cutting up, like, celebrities and things like that. So how was how'd you get, like, connected with majority of them you know uh, you cut up some big names you know yeah. and it's they they have a lots of other barbers to go to like so many options you know yeah. so what specifically made them like contact you or you know try to come to your shop or try to get a cut by you you know yeah um so when i first started out it was 2014 um uh one of my homegirls she was working at the club and you know the vikings it was like training uh training camp and mm-hmm. You know, the new rookies, they go to the clubs and stuff like that. And she handed them my number. And then uh, uh, his name is Jarek McKinnon. He he was uh, playing for the Vikings, like backup for Adrian Peterson. And, you know, he texted me randomly like, yo, I got your number from this girl. Can you uh, come cut me up? I went and cut him up. And the next day he told me, like, everybody was filming his haircut in the uh, in the locker room. Mm, yep, yep. Next thing I know. Jabari Price, uh, Anthony Barr, all these other Vikings just texting me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, it was that easy? Yeah. <laughs> I just had to get yep. my foot in it the door. It was a fire ass haircut. <laughs> took off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but that comes from always believing in, in yourself. Like, I believe I'm I'm good at cutting hair, you know? That's mm-hmm. not even, like, a question. Like, so, so once I, like, I believe that, I can never be, like, nervous when i'm mm-hmm. cutting these guys because they're like because a lot of people ask me like do you get nervous when, when you cut up a celebrity or a superstar yeah i'm like nah, dude, <laughs> this is a regular person right regular yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh once i cut uh uh jerk mckinnon mm-hmm. uh, that's my homeboy for real <laughs> then all the other vikings came and then i cut tyus jones from the timberwolves and um he uh he started uh, telling all the other guys about me or whatever, and then Jamal Crawford, Carl Anthony Towns, um, you know all this. Cat uh, uh, one time told me he said uh, Tyus Jones was trying to keep me to himself because <laughs> <laughs> he was asking was like, "Yo, who cuts your hair?" And he's like, "I can't like, tell you yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. And Tyus wouldn't tell him. So when, first time I cut Cat, he was like, "Yo." So you're the guy that cuts uh, <laughs> tires, like, like I've been trying been to find you. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so all the Timberwolves and um, last year, I don't know if it was this year, or last year we, uh, me and Cat worked on a project tour. I was able to kind of like tell the Timberwolves, so let's open up a shop in in the practice facility. Mm-hmm. Now I got access to the practice facility with my thumb. I could just go in there. Go in and, there. Uh, <laughs> we got a barbershop in there. Cause, wow. Because it was just easier for me to... Because on game days, all them mm-hmm. dudes be trying to get cut up. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, That's a lot. Can't be, I can't go to yep. house. Yeah. Though, you know, so... So uh, me and Kat, I've been telling them for years, like, yo, we got to get a barbershop in, in at the, the practice spot. Because I'm seeing my homeboy in Houston 
James Harden and them got a lock, uh, barbershop in the locker room and all these other big uh, stage stuff, you know? So I'm like, Minnesota was kind of like behind on the culture. It was like, yeah. Minnesota that's, is. That's one thing uh, me and Kat were trying to change a little bit around here. So we, we got that uh, up and running and now other bar other barbers could go in there and, you know, cut some of the Timberwolves. Wow, that they could do, you know. That, that, so that's that's big. It's just, it's just like knocking down doors. Yeah, know, like, different. Like, yeah, different just changing things. the game. Like all the all the old way of thinking, like mm-hmm. it's, it's not working anymore. It's, you know, it's not. No, and that's super important. So going on to like um beyond barbering, like what's some of the next businesses that you're considering? You know, because you are at the end of the day a good businessman on top yeah. of just barbering so what are some other businesses you're thinking of getting into or looking uh, at right now you know one thing about you i realize is you do very precise like you take your time with these you do precise planning <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well i i don't know like one thing for sure i feel like i'm kind of forced to i was i don't know if it's forced but because i see my influence on the barber industry mm-hmm. and i i've put so many guys through barber school so I think I, I might I might have to open a barber school eventually. Hundred mm. percent. Like, yeah, that, that's huge. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that would be like big. I want I want to give uh you know the black and brown you know community like it, like like you said we made it cool to be a barber mm-hmm. like now imagine if we got a barber school out of it you know yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that'll be game changer. So I'll probably say that's probably one of my uh, future goals honestly like a barber mm-hmm. school and I always look at it like I could pat. A barbershop, like, I could pass it down to my kids, but it's like, them kids will run that shit to the ground. They don't know how to run it, you know? <laughs> no, it's not but a barber be. school is like, it's here forever. It's here, right. You, know, you see Harvard's been here for years. Yeah. 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 You've been, been here for years. For years. So. It's not going anywhere. So maybe, yeah. So I'd say maybe a barber school one day. Um, mm-hmm. Something I could pass down to my family. Uh, and, you know... Uh, give other people opportunities to, you know, grow and uh, feed their family and, you know, just uh, supplying it for the community and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what, but, like, with barbershops, I don't know if I'll be opening any more barbershops because it's just, like, it takes a lot of work. People think it's easy. <laughs> yeah, you got to have. I've been blessed to have the right guys around me, like my business partner, like, uh, Nathan Sheffra. Yeah, like, shout out to Nathan, by yeah, the way. Nate, he he's really smart, so it's good. Like I can only do like deals like that with people that's like on that type of mindset, you know. Mm. But but um yeah, bar barber shops are really hard to run because it's there's really like no structure in it. Yeah, it's, it's not the, like yeah, it's not like the corporate world. Where yeah, like I gotta worry about telling a barber to be on time, this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like these guys they. I don't know. There's like no structure, and so you can't talk to them in a certain way. You know? So, what are some of the negatives of owning a barbershop? Because people don't see that <laughs> backside. Everyone yeah. just see the glamorous things, yeah. and they mm-hmm. see this. What are some of the bad things about it? You know, well, I've been blessed to where I built my brand up. Like, you know, the Aquas brand is pretty big now, so it's just not like it's like if you're a barber and you you want to make uh, money right away and you know get clientele, Aquas Sports Barbershop is a place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I would preach to any new barber. Just, like, build your brand so, like, at the end of the day, you won't need to focus. You won't need to rely on the Aquay brand for clientele. Mm-hmm. You, know? mm-hmm. you, you could rely, like, uh, like y'all, OD, your barber, mm-hmm. I tell him, he just moved here from uh, Wisconsin, actually, yep. Madison. And I told him, yo, you're here. 
you got you the youngest, the flyest, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. your brand already, OD Cuts, you know. I need you to build that brand so you can take it anywhere with you, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of owners, they don't want you to be able to grow. Leave. You know, they like me, I'm confident in myself. You yeah. can come you, come do, <laughs> you can come do your thing. We make money together, we do make. your thing, I'm gonna help you get your own shit. Mm-hmm. You know? That's smart. Like I'm not the type to like hold you hostage like but I feel like when dudes do that, they lack confidence, confidence. in their brand. You know? Right. Like, <laughs> That's like, yo, very you could come and bring something to the table here, and when you leave, I'm still going to be good because I know the work I put the in. The work you know? is going to be structured. And that's what I'm trying to teach every uh, every barber, like, build your brand so you won't need to depend on that barbershop mm-hmm. or the walk-in traffic, especially the way things are going right now. Like, you could just market yourself on social media. You mm-hmm. don't need to be... You, you don't know, need to be in the shop. Or yeah, maybe you don't like need you to be at a, mm-hmm. a high traffic, like, walk-in, you know? Right, you right. You just post a haircut, you'll see it. Yo, can I get cut? Yo, can I, it, it's you know? that simple. Yeah, it's simple now. Power so. of association, yes. you know? So it's just, like, building your brand, showing your lifestyle. Because another thing I, I was telling OD is, like, it's... um. You you want a cool barber. You don't want no boring ass. <laughs> right, you know, right. Like, it's like a lifestyle brand. You yeah. know, like I, like we hoop together. So yep. it's like so you rock with me outside of barber. Outside you know, of, exactly. It's just like at the end of the day, it's relationships. Relationships. You know? Yeah. Ooh, so. <laughs> and you got to realize, like you know, in terms of a barbershop, you got to realize, like in our communities, mm-hmm. the like a lot of conversations are held in barbershops. Like you see the like a lot of you tapped into a lot of things at a yeah. barbershop. Mm-hmm. You know what's going on in the community. You know the heartbeat of the community what people's you know it's so much conversations and people just like talk about everything at a barbershop you know mm-hmm. so people you know um that just goes outside of barbering like where you know like a barbershop is really cool and yeah. chill like yeah. y'all said just hooping together all yeah. that kind of stuff that's key you know and that that's that's huge so that's, not, that's, <laughs> that's super up. important yeah so question what would if you if you could sit down with three people yeah. you know and grab lunch with them who would those three people be have lunch with them. Um, it could be anybody, and then why? Uh, wait, dead or alive, or dead or alive? Dead or alive? Yeah. Um. Damn. Uh, I listen. Or it could be one person. Yeah. So I, I'll I'll have to uh, sit down with Jay Z and that's uh, just a, chop yeah. it up with him because, <laughs> like, like how he came in the uh in the business music uh mm-hmm. industry. Uh, I like that's kind of like the approach I took with my barbering career. Mm. You know, like he believed in his rapping ability and whatnot, and then he decided like in that song he said he came in the game with like ninety thousand. He started out his own record label with ninety thousand. So I was <laughs> like big, I looked at that, man. you know, like he didn't need to sign with Def Jam or mm-hmm. any of that. He put up his own money, and that's kind of like what I did with my career. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, it's gonna cost me like. Twenty-five to thirty thousand uh, to start a barbershop. I'm gonna save up at least thirty, <laughs> 30. To forty thousand to start my barbershop. Just so like I don't, I don't gotta like I'm putting, I'm putting it all in, you know. Mm. <laughs> what Nip say? All money all in. All money, money in. in. <laughs> yep. Bro, I was putting all money in. So uh, that, so I would. Uh, that's one reason why I'll probably talk to Jay Z. See, because mm-hmm. I would see like what he do with Wait. his business moves and stuff like that. Just like believing in yourself. Like when you got, uh, let's say, when you got, when you know your value, and like, um, what's the word? 
like you got so much more like leverage, you know, mm-hmm. like Thanks, when, you, when you know how when much you know you're worth. Your worth. Like I'm gonna come to you, like, mm-hmm. hey, I know what I'm bringing to the table, so yep. you can't try to trick me, and, and you know, mm-hmm. so like, uh, so when you focus on like your talent first. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is gonna fall, you know. Like 100%. you can do business with anybody because they need you more than they you need them. Facts. <laughs> and, and you know how Jay Z? That's one of the famous yeah. lines that Jay Z said. He said that you know I go into every room like myself. Mm-hmm. I don't ever try to change who I am. Yeah. This is the same way I talk. The same yeah. way I clothe. Like what I dress, wear, everything. It's yeah. the same me. You're yeah. not gonna get like a different version. I'm not yeah. gonna suit up just to get into a meeting. Exactly. You, you know. So we that's call that ta- uh, tap dancing. You don't want to be tap. Dancing. <laughs> you don't <wanna> be tap. <laughs> Dancing. You gotta be, uh, you like, gotta be your yo, original like, stuff. Y- y'all called me. Y'all want to do business? Come exactly. on, I know what I'm bringing to the table. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna do business with y'all. I exactly. can do this on my own. Literally, Dang, that's so. that's smart. That's when, when people when you, you understand like yeah. when you understand like your value right. or mm-hmm. what you bring to the table, people can't try to just yeah, you know yeah. like so they gotta move different. yeah. And that's very important because that that falls under believe in yourself a lot mm-hmm. of people don't believe in themselves enough nah. right they have that doubt in the back of their heads that what if yeah what yeah. if is because the thing is what we think about is not reality we yeah. be making them so much stories in <laughs> yeah, our head in it's our actually head, right? so much worse <laughs> and i'll be like no no it's actually not that bad <laughs> yeah. like and so many people need to understand you have to believe in yourself yeah. before you achieve you must believe yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, with yeah, everything yeah, yeah, like you yeah. can't just achieve something without believing it yeah. so i'm glad you really mentioned that to them and the people yeah. that are listening you know Especially like anyone that's thinking of being a barber, you know, we brought the best in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell you guys the secrets, the <laughs> yeah. ins and outs, you know. Yeah. So yeah, no, go ahead and let people know where they can find you, where they can find your business. Okay, so the uh the other barbershop, uh Aquas Sports Barbershop, one location is in Moundsview, twenty four thirty six, County Highway ten. Mm-hmm. You know, it's over there. Um and the new location we just opened in uptown is uh 3015 Lindale Avenue, South Minneapolis, right there next to Up Down. You know, y'all come through. At the second location, we're only doing appointments only. Uh, at the first location, you can do a walk-in and all that. So, you know, catch us over there. Uh, book me through my social media. It's Key Mackway at uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all that. Um, we got new merch coming through. New merch. Uh, yeah, new merch, you know. Yes, sir. That's um, fire hoodies. And yeah. Some fire hoodies. New hoodies, all that. I'm trying to learn the e-commerce game, We man. got y'all, you. Y'all we got you. We going to put you <laughs> on. No, but um, you just mentioned something before we wrap up. I want to talk about that because, yo, that's genius, the merch. Hold on, hold on. We didn't even bring that up in this podcast. Let's get into that real quick, right? So what was the mindset behind having people rock, like, your merch you yeah. know it's not like normal that people wear other barbers <laughs> on there like as yeah. as normal <laughs> yeah, as normal yeah, like let's be yeah, honest we, we you know, that's not... see they gotta give me more credit because i changed the game let me let me just let's go a little bit into that because that's actually insane people do not think of it because people would wear like nike you know that's yeah, something yeah, you can wear yeah. that's mm-hmm. i'm seeing people with accolades hoodies <laughs> like is like it's nike Yo, you know I what know, i'm saying hey, so what's the how how did that happen that was not easy and, and not only just regular people celebrities celebrity. like, mm-hmm. athletes is just rocking Bro, it just you, casually you gotta with the Yo. colorways y'all be mixing and everything Crazy. so w- w- what's that about man this one I knew this one I knew we was on so, <laughs> <laughs> hey I was in Amsterdam and some old white man recognized the hoodie I was wearing <laughs> Yo, that's huge. Oh, international, international, international. Right? Yo, and then, and then uh, 
me and Nate, we was on vacation in Cancun, Mexico. Some kid run up to me like, yo, you're Aquay with the hoodie, though. Yo, that's, <laughs> that's legendary. If that's not branding. Yeah, so I'm like, that, damn. That, uh, and, you know, just giving it to, like, my celebrity homeboys mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, I just knew, like, and it's just, like, a regular logo, you know, but just, mm-hmm. like. It, it, it means more. It looks than fire, that, you yeah. know, because it means like hanging out the people think of hanging out the barbershop, yeah. you know, kicking it. Yeah. Branding it's, is everything, bro. Mm-hmm. And even like if you see, I got a, uh, I got the Aquas logo inside a, uh, inside of the barbershop too. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know when you come in there, you are gonna be Snapchatting. Yeah, you know? it's in the back of your yeah. Snapchat, Instagram, yep. all that. It's just like little easy stuff like that. But a lot of people don't want to put money behind. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> they don't want to invest in themselves yeah. and their own brand. In their brand. That's <laughs> actually no. That's one thing that like had me surprised. People be wearing your hoodies to the gym to yeah. the like. I'm like, yo, you building designer brands now, yeah. <laughs> you know. And and that's a one huge key that just, Akeem just dropped. If y'all don't not listening. <laughs> Like, you know, if you're not willing to invest, invest in your, in your brand, brand, don't mm-hmm. expect others to invest in your brand and just come to you. Like, that's mm-hmm. just a fact. That's it's just not going to happen, you know? They see, like you said, presentation is everything. Mm-hmm. You, know? so you come to my shop, all the chairs look clean. You know? <laughs> you know? It's not the no light, way. yeah, you know, I put money into it. So yep. so you got to respect it, you know? That's very <laughs> important. Some barbers, they, they don't be caring. They be, ra- they be yeah. looking bad in there and everything, yeah. you they're know? Not, but they're not sweeping the floors or none of that. Like, but then people not wearing their hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> people not wearing their hoodies. So that's insane. Let them know where they can get the merch when it drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, the merch, you could um, just contact me on my social media, Key Mackway on Instagram, or you could just come pick it up at the barbershop, the Monsview location, or uh, the Uptown location. We gotta get you. We gotta get him an e-commerce store, man. We gotta yeah, get him yeah, on the yeah, e-commerce. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I heard that's where the money at right now. <laughs> now nah, we're gonna get you on. All right, y'all. This is my boy Akeem Akaway came through Appreciate for the Top Figure on. podcast. Yeah. Uh, we talked about very important things: celebrity barbering, how barbering is changing the game, mm-hmm. branding, importance of marketing yourself, all yeah. these things in this episode. This is brought to you by Top Figure Academy, the number one branding academy for building your brand online. Go to topfigureacademy.com, and Mm. we'll see you on the inside. We're out. Yes, sir.